Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This is The Boop Show, episode 293. It's Monday, June 28th, 2021. Welcome back to the Boop Show, or two here for the very first time. I'm Scott Johnson. That's Brian Dunaway. Hi, Brian. Oh, hi, Scott. How are you today? Well, you know, uh, just trying to get her done, man. Like the old... Get her done. The the old fake comedian used to say, get her done. Now, he wasn't Uh, a fake comedian. He was just a fake... Accented. I didn't mind him Southern. doing that. I didn't mind that, except he just wouldn't didn't tell anybody until it came out later, and someone found an old tape. And then I was annoyed because I'm like, well, just own it then. Just be that guy, right. and say, or, or be not that guy, and just say, yeah, I was pretending to be a guy, and own it. Just own it. That's all I want people to own. I their can't. Shit. I don't know. I, I have I have mixed emotions about it. Mm. I have mixed emotions about it. I mean, because I know other comedians. Yeah. I mean, Jim Varney, obviously not earnest every no. day of the week. No, but he never claimed but, to be right. He did all sorts of other stuff and uh, other voices and other acting acting. But things. I know. But yeah. But I mean, did he really? Did I ever see <laughs> yeah. Ernest do anything until like much later? I mean. Okay, well, sure. He was famous for being Ernest P. Whirl, but he also right. had a show that was uh, outside of the movies. It was this weird TV show. I remember this. It was like a single yeah. episode thing. Not the commercials, not the Ernest thing, but like a weird one man played all the different parts kind of weird ass thing that was on TV. Yeah, yeah. That, that Ernest show. Yeah, yeah. What was that Absolutely. called? Was that called the Ernest? It wasn't called the Ernest it, show. No, it, was, it wasn't called the Ernest show, but it was something like it was the Ernest TV or something, you know, something crazy like that. But yeah, he he played the old lady who had the, the neck there you go. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, did all that stuff. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Well, he's also known for his voices in Toy Story. He was a voice in Atlantis, yeah. The Lost Empire, played Cookie. He was fantastic in that. <laughs> Uh, he was also in, uh, let's see, Hercules, the TV series, uh, Three Ninjas, right. High School at Mega Mountain, The Simpsons. He played Co- Cooter on there. His name was Cooter. Uh, <laughs> Roseanne, he played Prince Carlos on Roseanne. But, Very different but role. But did he do has he done any video game voice work? Well, I don't know, but the point is it doesn't matter. What I'm getting at here is that what's his name? Uh, right. Larry the Cable Guy. Right. Larry the fake, Larry the faker guy, the faker more guy, like it. Does Larry the Cable Guy to everything he ever did, every interview, every stand up, every uh, tour, every everything, including his right, voice work right. in movies or his acting in movies, was all as Larry the Cable Guy until somebody right. unearthed this video video footage of him being dude with a mullet in the eighties hanging out on a microphone, not sounding anything like Larry the Cable Guy, and we're all like, oh, it's not really his thing. I'm just saying, be who you are. I I can't, I can't decide because I I only ever interface with Larry the Cable Guy in an entertainment way. Now, right. if if I was like 
if I had found out, you know, I went to dinner with Larry the Cable Guy, and I and you know, I got home and I found out that I'd be pissed. Like that guy. Okay. What, what if we- Jeff Goldblum and everything he ever did, movies, interviews, and everything, he talks like this. Right. Uh, yeah, uh, Brian. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, right? He does it what he does. But then you find footage later where when he goes home, he's like, hey, everybody, I'm Jeff Goldblum. Where's dinner? Like he just turns into a totally different guy at home. You'd be annoyed. I wouldn't be, be annoyed. annoyed. I'd actually be entertained. I'd be like, oh, my God, he fooled me for so many years. Good I'd, job, I'd Jeff Goldblum. I don't like being fooled. <laughs> You don't like oh, yeah. being duped. You don't like magic, do you? You're uh, like, oh, no, you, you, I don't. You've tried to fool me. I'm not buying it. I actually kind of don't like magic for those reasons. You don't like magic? Oh, that's no, interesting. Because I know it's all horse shit, and I can't. It's hard for me to be entertained by horse shit. <laughs> horse shittery. <laughs> Look, I've got friends that are way into magic. I'm not. It's great. Go for it. Everyone do magic. I'm not. It's not a problem. It's just a thing with me. Where it, right, but that's okay. That's so, some people are like that. Some people don't like magic. I don't like horses. I mean, don't <laughs> yeah, but judge horses me. aren't lying to you. Horses are just horses. Are you kidding me? Of course they are. They're like standing <laughs> there looking like, hey, it's cool. It's cool. The next thing you know, you, you know, kick to the ribs. Yeah, that's a fair point. But everything's lying. Everyone, anything that where the where the business is surrounding a fooling people into something, <laughs> I hate that. Freaking hate it. <laughs> It doesn't. It's so not just not magic. A fa- okay, so not a fan of lip syncing. All right, I don't got like okay, lip syncing. Don't like right. uh, even for technical reasons. Like, well, we're we're at the Super Bowl. There's no good sound here. But whatever. Yeah, I know, right. but it still sucks. It still sucks. That you right. have to fake it. Fake it till you make it. They say. I say never fake it. Just make it. How about that? All right. Hey, you know Brian, what's real? What? Video games are real. Video they games never are real. Fake it. I know they're real. I've seen them. I've seen them before. We are gonna do. Um, some video game news in the area of indies because that's what the show's about. We talk about indie games, okay? That's our whole focus here. You know, there's this whole like sister show core where we focus on like big, you know, industry wide hoo ha, uh, Microsoft, Sony, <laughs> Nintendo, burr, 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 all the big things, right? But right. here, here we like to just drop the camera down a little bit, scooch it over, focus in on the small stuff that like little teams of one dude or four guys or a lady and a, and a monkey or whatever and, and they're a, all doing. A lady and a monkey. Yeah. <laughs> you'd be really pissed if that lady and the monkey had found out the monkey's doing all the video game programming later on. You'd be very pissed. Well, and it, so, so you could make the argument, by the way, that video games are just tricking me anyway. Like yeah. Diablo, yeah, if you strip all the, trick. if you strip all the pretty from Diablo, it's just numbers going up. Right. Yeah, that's true. That's it. So it's just numbers. Yeah. It's, it's so numbers our brains are, are freaking weird. And I guess we like to be fooled. I don't know. We're a bunch of yeah. weirdos. I, I like being scared, but in a safe space. Yeah. You want to be scared in your safe space. That's what they right. call it. The kids call it. Hey, uh, look at this here. We got Castlevania like Ender Lilies. Is that Ender right? Lilies. Ender Lilies. It is. It, Ender Lilies. Correct. Summons uh, with a full launch and new bosses. This is happening right now. If you like your Metroidvanias, boy, howdy. Uh, a small game called. Ender Lilies, Quietus of the Nights, <laughs> has defeated early access and has now emerged as a fully launched game. This is one to sort of keep your eyes on. Uh, long ago, here's a here's a description. I should have some music for this. Hold on. Well, you know we can use this that I was using earlier. Okay, hold on. Let me skip ahead here. Yeah. Oh, all right. Here oh, you go. Interesting. This isn't from the game, but I'll just read it. Okay. Uh, I lost it. Here it is. Long ago, in the distant reaches of Land's End, an unforeseen uh, rainfall transformed all living things into frenzied, undead monstrosities known as the Blighted. 
Oh, the blinded. Faced with a calamity far beyond their understanding, the kingdom fell into ruin and no end to the accursed reign in sight. Oh, that's a st- that's a storm you don't want to be involved with, man. No. No. Uh, seems neat, though. Um, if you like yeah. that sort of game, it seems pretty cool. I like the graphics on this thing. I, I and, love uh, Metroidvanias, and this is set in a dark fantasy kind of world. So I'm down with that. Uh, similar games that I've played before uh, on Steam, according to them, is Blasphemous and Darksiders. And I'm like, that's some of my favorite stuff I've played over this past year. So I'm like, I am down with it. But it's finally out of uh, early access. $25 on Steam right now, getting very positive reviews. Yeah. Uh, I can't argue with that. It's got an animated lady or anime lady, I should say. It ha- yeah. it does have an anime lady. Yeah, she's your she's yeah. your main lady. She's the one you control and do stuff with. So uh, if you're into anime ladies, boy howdy, this game seems to. Oh look well, at this! I'm glad very you nice. Look that. at this. This is very nice. This video. Oh. Look at this. Yeah, look at that. Look yeah. at that full list. Looks looks like uh, looks floaty, but I like it because she's supposed to be ghosty, so that's cool. And she's got like a little a little sprite following her on the on the screen. That's yeah. nice. Is that like a Zelda? Uh, what, what was the thing that followed Link around? Uh, yeah, yeah, that was. Uh, oh, what was that thing? It was uh, it was a little little glowy, fiery yeah, thing. Yeah, what the, the hell is that why, called, Chat? The, why am I blanking on it? It would always go or whatever, and you'd have to like <laughs> see what it was pointing at. <laughs> sprite was that the name of the thing? It was probably a sprite. I don't remember. Did I call it sprite? And I'm just confused it because I don't know. this is what it's called sprite probably. is donkey water i don't like sprite anyway you don't like sprite is no. that donkey navi navi is that it jc calhoun oh. that sounds right navi navi Tally. yeah navi 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 yeah. navi for like navigation see I think that's what they were trying to yeah yeah i don't know this is a pretty game wow it is a very pretty game i've been i've been watching this one for a little while it, early access earlier this year and now it is full access 25 bucks it is on my list and maybe the game i play next week and gonna I'm find not out playing that either. It looks all right except for this guy this one person this one individual who says uh uh says this about the game amongst many positive reviews this has to be the most annoying game i've ever played wow the mechanics for the character are slow the hitbox your character is three times the size of the character model and enemy attacks reach far beyond their actual visual models i'm not sure really sure why i put 20 hours of my time in this game maybe i'm just lame. maybe he's lame <laughs> So hold on a second. Uh, the chat room has confirmed her has uh, clarified a little bit. It's Navi the fairy, and it's right. the one that character says, "Hey, listen!" It doesn't. It's it's, it's Link who goes. <laughs> that's right. That's right. That's I remembered it wrong, but it sounded right when you said it. He's always just freaking out. Like that. It's pretty good, right? Um, anyway, that looks like something to keep your eyes on, right there. Uh, Ender Lilies, you can find it on Steam. Out now. Maybe other stuff soon. Watch for that. Uh, also, big news for those who really like the game I talked about some time ago on this show called Teardown. Teardown uh, put a bunch of difficulty options in there so you can lock unlock everything at once if you want to. Now, it's a little bit, the headline's a little misleading. So I got in there and tested the update today. Had a real good time doing it. I put up a t- Twitter video uh, today of me destroying yeah. a concert venue. It was pretty fun. Um, anyway, uh, for those that don't know, this game is like, oh, I don't know how to describe it. It's voxel based, but it does it's not Minecrafty. It's smaller cubes, I guess, which makes it seem oh. less voxel based. Um, but right. it's all about destruction. Oh, that's right. You told me yeah, we we looked at this. Yeah, yeah I played this smaller game. cubes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Little tiny cubes and there's lots of mayhem in here. Like this guy just mini voxels. Guy just took his tractor into the drink like a dummy. <laughs> 
Um, lots of tools you can use. There's a, there's a blowtorch, a hammer, a uh, thing to put out fires with, thing to start fires with. Um, what else? Uh, uh, these these little bom- pipe bombs, which was what I used on the uh, the concert venue, which was really fun. Anyway, uh, it's made by one dude. And, uh, you sound like a terrorist. No, well, there's no one there. It's like me, and that's it. It's just an empty place. The game oh, itself, okay. I mean, I've been, I, we've been through all this, but uh, just briefly, yeah, the yeah. game gives you jobs. You accept the job. You go do it. You sneak into a place at night and disable something or break something or break that's in right. and move a car out or whatever. Yeah, so to- totally what you were hired for and totally not a terrorist. Well, here's what I'm saying. Like... <laughs> When you the the reason I did the thing with the concert venue, there's nobody there. It's just an empty right. venue. Right, so, sounds up on the up and up. Yeah, I don't really think you have to actually up. kill people to terrorize them, though. <laughs> well, it's I'm not in saying. the it's not in the campaign. So, and this is the part where the article matters because what the game added okay. were four options for changing difficulty in the game, and one of them is not really a difficulty thing, but just unlock me everything in sandbox mode. Normally, you have to unlock those individually before sandbox mode to use them. But there's this option now where you can just go, yeah, I just want to go do sandbox and have everything. I want the rocket launcher. I want yeah. the pipe bombs. I want everything. And then you go in there and just blow the shit out of everything for fun, uh, just for you know shits and giggles. The, the campaign remains kind of what it is. Um, but now there's an option to skip levels if you want. If you're having a hard time with one, yeah, you can no. extend timers if you want. You can make uh, your weapons have more ammo if you want or less oh, so ammo. Oh, mode. Yeah, you can make it harder or easier. It's it's kind of they just gave you some sliders, even though they're not sliders, okay. but it's kind of what they gave you. I think it's awesome, and it's another reason to go check that game out. It was already great. Another what, what was it called again? Uh, Teardown. Teardown. So, yeah, to spell T E A R D A D O W N. Um, <laughs> highly. Re- now I'm now I'm less sure how to spell it after <laughs> you spelled it. <laughs> I'm way. I was way into this game when I first reviewed it here, and I'm still. I still think it's amazing. It's still in early access, but uh, coming along real nice. And uh, twenty bucks, hell of a thing. Yeah, it's a really cool game. I like it a lot. What if I What if I want to play this other game that came out before this called Disassembly 3D? What you if could I do that, that, but I've never heard of it, and it sounds like it might be poo. Yeah. But you can try. Ooh, Voxel Suite. Ooh, what is that? Ooh, Voxel oh. Suite. Ooh, ooh, sexy. Oh. Whatever you're talking about sounds yeah. real sexy. Twenty bucks. Overwhelmingly positive uh, teardowns. Oh, yeah, early access like came yep. out at the end of October last year in early access. So great. Yeah, he's a good follow on or Twitter too. That guy, he's pretty great. So go check him out. Uh, Love it. Also, in the bit of news we're covering this morning, Alex Kidd in Miracle World DX is officially out. Uh, this <laughs> matters to us because Alex Kidd goes way back. We try to get a little retro sometimes on the show. It's not all He's Indians. one of them 80s kids. Yep. And one, one of the most popular uh, questions about Alex Kidd when you Google him is, is Alex Kidd a monkey? <laughs> Alex Kidd appears a short boy with large ears and slightly monkey-like features. Oh, a red and yellow jumpsuit and oversized hands. So, yeah, I didn't know this monkey thing was part of his. uh, (laughs) uh, They really say he has monkey features like he's a. Yeah. And the character of kid was inspired by chiefly by Bruce Lee and Sung Wukong, the monkey king. (gasps) Oh, here he is. Now I see him. Now, wasn't this like a this was like a NEC. uh, What was the name of their console? The the graph. uh, Right. Shit, what was that called? The graph Turbo Graphics. Wasn't that where this kid was? Or was this uh, a originally Sega thing? released on um, um I'm trying to remember. Uh it was actually a cartoon first. No, it was a video game character. That's Might right. Have been okay. a Genesis uh, or a, a Master System game? Probably I would say it was I thought it came out on the like, ooh, it's a Sega game. Uh, okay, Master System then. It's gotta be. Probably. It's gotta be. Yeah, Master System. Originally released on the Master System and parallel. 
released in the arcade. Ooh, oh. Alex Kidd in the arcade, I, eh? Yeah, and I think I played it uh, on my retrocade, my retro pie. Mm. I played the arcade version. Oh, very it cool. It was uh, stupid. So I'm yeah. looking forward to this one. It's a little stupid, yeah. Uh, no, I mean, I, you know, everybody was trying to be fine. the next Mario. That was what was going on back then. Alex Kidd has a lot of fans. If you want DX, out now on Xbox X, Series X, and S, uh, and PC. So Yeah, and that was it part of the Game Pass, I'm trying to remember. But anyway, it is on, like you said, Xbox. Also, it's on uh, Steam, if you want to do that, mm-hmm. uh, at, at uh, seventeen ninety nine, ten 10% off right now. There's also a demo, but uh, Boy, whatever. Yeah, those you demos. Know, eight, eight, yeah. 18 bucks, just, you know. Yeah, just throw money around like it's nothing. Just do that. Yeah, just you've got you've got the money. Yeah, I mean, you got all that you got all that vacation money you didn't spend on uh, during the pandemic. So just uh, yeah, do that. Your little vacation, or you can play as Mon- Monkey Boy, uh, Monkey Alex Boy Junior. Right, or or go get an Atari VCS console because it actually came out. That's you, a, you've that's heard a of it. Idea. You knew it was coming, but you didn't know it happened because apparently it sucks. Apparently, <laughs> apparently, apparently it's garbage. Uh, well. Uh, the I think part of the reason why I don't poor. know, yeah, probably probably part of the reason why I didn't know is because the pre-orders had been sold out for a while, right? And so they were just fulfilling those, and they weren't really wanting to sell anymore. Isn't that? I'm that not sure. From? I mean, they they claimed a lot of stuff when it was being delayed and other things. I th- I don't think it was selling out. I think they were lucky to yeah. get whatever they got. Is uh, is this is this a PC? I mean, it's, it, it looks like an Atari. Eh, I mean, that's the eh, whole gimmick, right? Sort of. Eh, I don't know eh. if I'd call it much of a PC, but. Uh, it exists, and uh, you want to spend three hundred ninety nine bucks? Go for it. Uh, everybody, everywhere, at, at like IGN, for example, uh, Seth Macy reviewed it and said it is really lackluster. Bad. Really, no, not just lackluster. You're being too kind with your words over there. <laughs> Here's what he said. All right, three hundred dollars for that price. Oh, I said three ninety nine. Right, two ninety nine. For that price, it doesn't even come with a controller. The bundle that includes both the classic and modern controller is four hundred. This is literally the price of a Nintendo Switch, Xbox Series S, or uh, digital-only PS5. That's incredible. Uh, Then he says the actual point of the unit is either to play a variety of 80s classic uh, Atari-slash-arcade games or just use the thing as a quasi-functional mini-PC. The VCS works, uh, or sorry, requires a full system restart to change resolution, which can technically go up to 4K, but it looks and performs terribly there. Uh, the PC mode requires you to use a thumb drive with an operating system on it, and it's buggy and hard to get to work. And once you do, it's not clear what the point of using the VCS the thing that way actually is, as there are way, way easier and more functional ways to get a PC connected to your TV screen. Um, yeah. Let's see. Uh, let's but see, I love school. We're watching the video, and they're showing the little controller. Can you buy the controller separately? Uh, yes, you can get them separately, I guess. I don't know how long they're going to last, but you may want to try to get one before right. this goes out of business completely. But they're not. Nobody. Yeah, nobody's I mean, talking it's, about this okay, in, a, so in the, a good way. It seem, seems like it might be poop. Could be poop. Yeah, we see we see this happen lots of times. Uh, there's there's a product that comes to market that no one was asking for, right? right. So I mean, that's what we're getting here. Well, it's I it's mean, like I a product asked that, for it. If it was good, I'd be like, all right, Atari coming back, baby, with the idea that's cool. And but they're not even owned by the same people anymore. Exactly. This is some weird holding I, group. I think it's. I think as consumers, we've gotten, especially the market they're going for, these consumers that they're marketing towards already know the BS of names being resold. We've been tricked so many times. We're already on to this trick. We, yeah. we know that this is not the original you know, Atari company that we loved when we were growing up. Yeah. We know this is just a money grab. This is part of the problem is that they are right. treating us like dummies and uh, 
I don't like it, sir. No, I don't. Uh, I, I look forward to picking mine up on eBay for about two fifty. I'll bet you get it for one twenty five. Uh, for one twenty five, okay. Yeah, better deal. We'll just get you without a the deal, controller. Bro. I don't. I think those controllers are actually going to sell pretty good. I think people are going to find places. I wouldn't mind those. a controller just to have it and say I got it. You know? Yeah. Uh, and it's look. He's got. He's showing the back an HDMI port, a couple of USBs, and a network connector. It, it looks like a thing that'll plug into the wall. <laughs> One it looks like a thing that'll plug into the wall. It looks pretty. Uh, Okay. It looks it looks good. No, it I'm gonna give no, my, it doesn't. It looks yeah. like crap. It looks like crap. It doesn't I look good. I don't think so. I think it looks good. If they put wood paneling on it, I thought they were gonna. I guess I missed the memo. Maybe they made oh. two models. That would have been yeah, cool. Yeah, on the on the yeah, I think they do on some models. I think the very face of it has like the wood panel, right? Yeah. Or maybe you can get a skin or something. Yeah, made two not models, yeah. Well, I can't find a good review. If anyone out there can find a good review, oh, or you you're bought not, it, you're, you're not going to find a good review. You know why? Because it's uh, it's it's at the higher end of what this thing is worth. Well, that's part of it. <laughs> but pricing. I mean, you can find all sorts of retro console stuff that reviewed quite well. PS One yeah. retro console was garbage. No one liked it. The, the no S- one liked uh, it. SNES one was awesome, and everyone loved it. So they that reviewed well. The Genesis one reviewed well. Like you can do this. This isn't right. meant to be just a retro device. It's meant to be all these other things. And it sounds like it's not great at being any of it. So, also that packaging, dude. 1994 called and said, "Hey, um, can we get our Office 95 packaging back? We'd really like to get, get that back to Comp USA this afternoon." Like, my gosh, I'm not trying to be too hard on it, but I think that thing's. I think it looks. Like, I'm glad I, I didn't. Spend I know that you do uh, uh, some work on packaging stuff, and I, I take your, uh, I take your opinion. And very highly. Well, thank you very much. Uh, there's yeah. other issues with it. I won't get into all of them, but apparently, um, it's look. It's it it, it took too long to come out. Yeah. Uh, they moved way too slow. Yeah. And you know, if it had came out a lot quicker, a lot sooner, people might not have complained as much. But I think at this point, I mean, we've been on the hype train for how many years? Three, four years? Long time on this thing. Yeah. You're not gonna you're not gonna satisfy anybody with that. Has it been f- really four years? Wow. I think you're right. Yeah, it's like three or four years. It's been, it was announced a long time ago. Yeah, there's uh, a lot of unboxing videos on Twitter, or uh, sorry, (laughs) excuse me, YouTube. So if you want to uh, see those and kind of get a better, closer look at it, you can, but. Yeah, well, I'm I'm the, I'm the, I'm the kind of gamer who's also the collector and even, even crappy stuff has a place on my shelf. Yeah, you like, you have a little place for some crap, sure. Yeah, just well, put some. Crap why not? On put some crap on there. That's what I always say. It's like, look at look at this piece of crap that felt so bad. <laughs> look at it. Well, now let's talk about games you can buy today and enjoy and not be sad about. <laughs> this week's games start with this one that I played. Here's my review of Isolated Games and their game Traveler's Rest. Oh. Mm. I don't know why I'm making that sound. Uh, Traveler's rest, rest is really cool. Um, I'm very excited about this. So. There was these guys made a game, a space game, whose name is escaping me right now, and I wish I could remember the name of this game, but it was nothing like this. <laughs> There's this, they're completely <laughs> in different, different worlds. The other, the last game was like an Unreal Engine thing, and it was all 3D space oh. stuff, and it was cool. I liked it, but uh, it's nothing like this. This is like some, like a like Stardew Valley had a baby with with a, a diner dash with a little bit of. 
I don't know, Animal Crossing the, thrown in there. Right. The interface is reminding me of Terraria. Rah, 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 oh, yeah, big time. Terraria. And maybe Terraria a little bit, but not really because you don't, you don't really build stuff out like Terraria. But right. basically what you're trying to do is run a successful tavern. You know, that's why it's called Traveler's Rest, a place for this mid- medieval sort of magical uh, hero types to stop on their way to whatever and get a bowl of mead. Or no, a thing of a flask of mead and a bowl, <laughs> a bowl of gruel. Of mead. <laughs> uh, you get gruel. You get uh, you get uh, what else? Uh, I can't remember the other. You can't have you any get. mead till you eat your pudding. It's all very, it's all very like medieval food, and you can make different kinds. Um, you brew different beers. You have this back room where you actually do the brewing process, and it it takes all the stuff you do, like hops and. Freaking, you know, weird ingredients. And those ingredients, sometimes you have to buy overnight through a service that delivers them to you. So you're like, oh, people want this weird beer with like bitter hops and some other thing. I don't know much about beer, so I'm bad at this. But you buy all this shit and then it comes in and then you put it in these machines and they ferment and then you put them together and then you got your beer and then whatever. Uh, Also, once a day, you go out into your yard and pick up all the logs and and, and trees that have fallen over or uh, twigs and stuff because you're going to want to use those later. Uh, to for, build, for, to build for burning the fire so you can brew the beer. <laughs> yeah, so there's a fire in there. You got to keep temperatures comfortable for your for your patrons. Uh, right now at this stage of the game, there's a there's a door in that backyard that's blocking your way. But eventually you'll unlock the backyard, which will have uh, full capability of uh, a garden. So you can grow all your own ingredients or a bunch of them and oh, sell bigger and better nice. food and get a different clientele and improve your place and whatever. Um, it's mostly like a but to compare this to anything, I'd say it's like the similarities to to or to uh, Stardew Valley are really just phys, uh, visual because they've gone for this you know kind of two D sixteen bit look you know kind of thing. Um, that's really where that ends because this isn't about relationships with individual people. This isn't about going into a town and like checking everybody out and talking to them and stuff. It's none of that. It's just running this tavern and getting the stuff you need to make that happen. So crafting stuff, building stuff, cooking stuff, putting it in stock, selling it to the people, opening your doors and selling it to the people. That part reminds me of Moonlighter a little bit. But instead of going off and adventuring and killing things, you're just sort of setting up your stuff. And then you open the doors, they come in, they get gruel, they they get meat or beer or whatever. And at the end of the day, you go to bed and it saves. And then you wake up the next day and you do it again. And that day it might be too cold. So you put some wood on the fire and that'll help. You know, the, the temperature in there be suitable for people who are coming. You go fill up on some water. Use that for your beer making. Um, I'm assuming you can add more tables. Oh, yeah. Sl- oh, yeah, totally. This, this guy looks like he has two tables. You start with one, one and then two very quickly. And then as time goes, you build out. And you can have way more tables, bigger space inside, all kinds of extra crap in there that keeps people happy entertainment um you know floor rugs that like make people stoked i guess i don't know you also got to clean so while all this is going on they mess their table up so you come by once in a while and kind of maintain the table and sometimes unruly customer will sit down and be a real dick and you got to go talk to him and if he doesn't shape up you hit him with a stick and he leaves um the cat you see him talking to the cat there you got a cat you can pet the cat every day and he builds up uh a, a liking of you over time Right. Um, you don't have to make the food while people are there. You can make it all in advance and just have stock. And Wait, so, I want to go back to the cat thing. Yeah, go back to the cat. How unrealistic. No matter how many times you pet a cat, it's not going to get more friendly. Oh, I know, I know. There's no heart that fills up in real life with a cat. I agree. 
Right. It's a, it's a, this is a fantasy game. <laughs> but you were talking about the gruel you were served in bowls. Yeah, you serve the gruel and, and, and the better soups or whatever. If you run out during a business day of the things you've made that make more money, it's okay because you'll always have gruel to give people. So you'll make enough at a bare minimum. Um, but so you what's can in open, the gruel, Scott? You can, <laughs> you can open and close anytime you want. So if you run out and you're like, oh, shit, I still want to do more beer today. You can close the restaurant or the tavern. Everybody will leave. And then you can go do your shit and then open it again and still have time in the day to, you know, to sell more of your stuff. Um, and you can save any time, even if it's in the middle of the day. It doesn't really pe- penalize you for that stuff. You're just trying to maximize your, your profit and your, and your production of like stuff in the, in the garden and whatever. Um, here he is working in his garden. This is much later in the game. Not much, but a couple hours into the game, I guess. So, uh, what, do you, what do you think about the uh, the graphics and the animation here? Okay, so if I had, if I okay, here are my pros. I think the right. loop is very addictive. The day night cycle right. stuff, I'm totally into it. This game had me going one more day, one more day, one more day, and that's that's usually a sign when these kind of games are good. That's how you're supposed to feel. Uh, so that was going good. Uh, the art style is simple, and so are the environments. The video you guys are watching is actually one patch behind where they are now, and they've upped the resolution on a whole bunch of uh, interior stuff. So it actually looks okay. better now than this shows, um, but it's still sort of in this vein. Um, anyway, I'll get to that in a second. Uh, like I said, it has a very pronounced sort of just one more time quality to it, and those kind of games just get me every time, so it's really hard for me to deny those. <laughs> um, you can pet your cat. All right, those are my pros. All right? <laughs> you can pet your cat. Don't my, forget. <laughs> my cons, uh, and uh, again, all the little mini bits of gameplay, the cleaning the table because they're getting grumpy and, and you want to improve their experience or a guy spilled, so go clean up the floor spill or go hit that guy in the head for being you know a jerk and getting drunk and pissing off all your other patrons, that kind of stuff. It's all very fun. Uh, the cons, I think the character art, the environment art is fine. Not a problem. I, I don't mind the, the way the world looks. Right. The character art sucks. Uh, and it can use a lot of work. I think they could just add a lot and just make them look less like cut out paper doll, you know, garbage monkeys. They don't look good. <laughs> a lot of monkeys today on the show. Yeah, um, they're monkeys. just they're just not great looking character. Uh, I shouldn't say models because they're not three D, but they're you know there's these little two D spots, yeah. and I just think the art could be better. So if I had any real complaint, it's just a little stiff. I think could that, use some work. Yeah, I my biggest I and maybe it's just the video you're showing that the color palette is so pale and not in a good way not yeah in a, it's a little it's a little to be pale. One, yeah i i think you're you're not wrong this is how it looks so you know the gray walls right. the sort of uh red brick flooring you know there's nothing that jumps out color wise in any of this really it's the gameplay where it shines and they are doing yeah. multiple passes on artwork and on constantly talking on their on their forums and the discussion boards on steam about you know upping a, a lot of that sort of stuff but in the end it is going to be you know a 2D Stardew Valley ass looking thing. That's the goal. I mean, they're not going to suddenly go, and we're moving to Unreal Engine 5. They're <laughs> not going to do that. Uh, at least I don't think so. Um, but imagine I, petting the cat. Yeah, you get to pet the cat, which is pretty cool. Um, awesome. It takes a little while also to figure out the brewery stuff. I think if you are like a, have some knowledge of how beer is made, which right. I have zero, then you're probably going to do better uh, with that understanding, and that stuff will just make sense. Uh, for me now, do you I, like uh, unlock recipes by experimentation, or do you gather recipes, or you is it learn them through? Um, oh, that's a great question. I'm trying to remember. I think you acquire it, them. I don't think you learn right. them. You don't just put stuff together and see what happens. 
Right. I don't think. Uh, no, That's I too bad because I would like to make some bad beer and watch everybody throw up. <laughs> there might be some of that, and I'm just not remembering how it works, but <laughs> uh, it's entirely possible. But it's, it's, so it's got a little bit of the farming thing. It's got some of this like store management tycoon stuff. Uh, I really like it. I'm super hooked yeah. on it, and it's reviewing well. People like it too. It's in early access, like I said. And uh, it's currently twelve bucks just, on Steam. Just bucks. from watching this video, I feel like I could get right in and start playing. And sometimes I—that's been one of my bigger complaints lately. It's like sometimes games get overcomplicated, and this yeah. just seems like a quick. Just yeah, you, jump that, in. I completely agree. There aren't too many systems yeah. here, which is why I think it appeals to me because it's just like get in, get out, do what you want, have fun. Um, it's like I said, twelve bucks right now. That's super cheap. And uh, I'm going to give this thing a rating of eight bowls of gruel out of ten. Oh, yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah. Put That's that in high cheese and melt it. Yeah, it's not bad. Like I say, it's it's just a for what it's trying to be. It's totally being that thing. It's it's doing a great job of being what, is, what it's trying to be. And I admire. Now, that. what's the what's the audio atmosphere like in that game? Because I didn't hear any audio. Do you have any audio? Yeah, I got some game? audio here. Check this out. So this is the sound of Traveler's Rest. It's not a there's not a lot of VO. A lot of a lot of grumbly crowd noises and things. But here's that dude working around doing his stuff. Okay, walking. Yeah. What's it got? Like wooden shoes? <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. They're like big, heavy leather shoes or something. Um, oh, I just noticed in this video, these got these expanded way out for for additional rooms. I've not done this, but apparently you can go bananas with the. You can go monkey because you can. Oh, that's oh, the other thing. That. You can get to a point. See, look at that. Oh, look at that. Crap. So you can get to a place where you can. I haven't gotten this far, but you can rent rooms. People will offer people will say, "Oh, I want a room," and you can like haggle with them over how much you want to pay for that room. You can have employees. I forgot about that. You can hire employees. It will help like keep everything clean and make sure everyone's getting the food they're supposed to get. And did you hire a magician, <laughs> a sorcerer's apprentice? Yeah. Because I've seen a broom sweep it itself. Yeah, there's magic shit in there for sure. It's pretty okay, cool. so this game it gets it gets much more complicated than later games. I wouldn't games, say so complicated. I would say it gets well, it just gets more robust. The point is, that? you 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 want to you know games are all about next level. Let's get higher. Let's get better. Let's advance. Like this, that's where that's what you're seeing here. It's just these yeah. are advanced, advanced well, things. Looks, happening I like that. It looks oh yeah. Now I'm now I'm oh, it's really bustling. Yeah, in it's there. bustling. That's money making right there. Is what that is. Yeah, baby. Look at that. All right. Uh, Perfectly uh, good game. Check it out. Seven, like I said, or sorry, eight bowls out of gruel. Or out of gruel. Out of ten bowls of gruel. <laughs> out of gruel. I am gruel. Um, all right, let's move on to I Hello Puppets gruel. Midnight Show. No idea what this is, so Brian's going to tell us. What is it? Are you ready to be scared? Because I was. Hello Puppets Midnight Show is a stealthy horror game where you're a puppet maker. Uh, in ni- Okay, so... Let me start. Let me let me, let me, let me back up just a minute. I'm going to play while mention. you do this. I'm going to play some of your music or some of the sound here. Absolutely. Absolutely. Beginning on the main stage. Okay, so there's a little bit of a little bit of something right. going on. We'll just let that go in the background. Okay, go ahead. Right. That's uh that's 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 uh yeah, Naughty Nick. No, it's not his name. What is his name? It's uh oh, what is his stupid name? Tur- uh, Turd Burglar Nick, McGee. Nick-Nack. Nope. Uh 
friendly. His name is Nick Neck. Nick Neck. So he's right. okay. So you're in this world of reverse puppets, essentially. This game is a prequel to a game called Hello Puppets VR, which I never played and never heard anything of until I saw this demo. Hello probably Puppets important to is, note that the reason this probably exists is because there wasn't a lot of money in VR, so they made a game everyone <laughs> could play. But anyway, go ahead, Brian. Right, so now you can finally play the story on the desktop. So your uh, your playing is uh, Owen Gubberson, and it's 1987, so it's kind of like that old-school vibe. And <laughs> he just screamed, didn't he? Yeah. So there's a lot of screaming. There's a lot of jump scares in this game. So, okay, so we got kind of like a Five Nights at Freddy's kind of jam going on here where you got to be careful, you got to be stealthy, or suddenly you get the big jump scares, right? Yeah. So... And what's the, All I mean, right. so it is a horror game. Like, oh, this is absolutely. Supposed to be. It, okay. it is horrific, especially if you don't like puppets. Yes. And this game did make me say the F word chat room. So <laughs> did it multiple times. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. All right. So as a good horror game goes, uh, in my opinion, there's usually horror games and puzzles to me are a perfect match because what it does is as a gamer, you have to focus in on these puzzles and the more mundane the puzzle, the the greater uh, the excitement. Because when you're putting batteries, this is this is like one of the main game mechanics. You're constantly collecting batteries, AA batteries, nine volt batteries, and you're constantly putting them in equipment. Whether it be uh, whether it be like trip sensors, or if you're going to put it in an alarm clock, or a, a old record player, you're constantly collecting old batteries and using them. Okay. So when you go to put a battery into an object right. you have to spin it around and it spins around real slow it spins right you have to around. get it right Maybe you have right to get around. the negative side in there and the positive side oh so and you gotta you be you gotta be accurate but can you lick a nine volt and just get a little shock going or what absolutely you can sweet no i don't know <laughs> but there is nine volt batteries you don't use them as much they're a little more rare to get the nine volts there's lots of double a's anyway all this stuff is to distract you from a really horrific scene because you've got this music that's going on and these audio cues and those audio cues are very important in these type of scavenger horror survival games because you're not looking at you know what's around you until you do at which time knickknack comes up and eats you doesn't eat you His but he does get the crap out of you what's the name he- of the guy knickknack yeah, Nicknack. Nicknack was a character in the original game on VR, but he was not a playable character, or uh, in, in, he wasn't really interacting. You just you just knew about him. You heard about him. You heard about the Nicknack. This time you get to go against Nicknack, and uh, so he's he's roaming the halls of this studio. I guess I better back up some more. Man, I missed a whole bunch of this the the front story of this game. All right, so All right. you have brought you're you're the puppet creator. And your show is failing, and you're in the studio of your you know, your production studio, and you have uh, brought your puppets to life. And what they have done is they have reversed puppeteered themselves. So people are walking around who are dead or zombies, and they've got their arms stuck up like a puppeteer, and the puppet is actually controlling the body. Ugh. Uh, right, and Nicknack is controlling a large individual, a very scary-looking uh, individual, and that's how he runs around uh, the studio looking for you. Oh my gosh, now, what just happened with these guys? This is the whole thing. Yeah, so that's like what it. that is. That's Nicknack right there. He's like, uh, so 
You saw you what happened. You okay. might have saw what happened. This is very Five, Night at Fre- Five Nights at Freddy's or whatever. Fry, fries, Nights at Freddy's. Here, so, let's, you know so, what? I want to hear you getting scared. Is this where you drop the F-bomb? I don't know. Is this... Do, do I actually talk in this one? I, I got two clips. Uh, I got, let's see. I got several clips. I don't know if I'm talking to you. Well, hold on. I'm going to play this video. Just see what we got. Is there anything? I don't think I record them on the videos I post there. Did you there. not do not audio? The, no, I, not, I just do the game audio, not my... Um, Father, you ruined everything. You weren't supposed to die before I got to sing. I don't like him at all. No, he, he is can, quite he can, boisterous. He can eat a poo. That's what he can do. He can eat a big old fat poo. Now, what's tricky about this is this game does not handhold you at all. So if you don't want to hear any game spoilers about this game, go ahead and put on pause or fast forward, okay. whatever you need to do. But essentially, this game is all about discovery. So you got to go and discover what you're supposed to do. Very five nights of phrase in that way. You'll, uh, you won't notice it first, but there's like paintings all over the place with cut out holes for the eyes. And you may just not think much about it, but then you realize that every time there's a certain music cue, uh, that knickknack will either be roaming the halls or he may be peering out of paintings. And if that painting randomly lands in the area where you're at <laughs> and you get too close to that post to that painting, yeah. he'll jump out and get you. I don't like what I just saw. So Chad, I'll, I'll back it up. <laughs> He's uh, Dunaway gets inside <laughs> of this. Uh, he gets inside of this locker here. Yes, you have to hide, to hide the lockers. Yeah, you got to hide. He turns his lamp off and then watch what comes by. Watch yeah. I don't like it. I don't like it. No, I don't like it. <laughs> I'm not playing this game ever. Just putting that out there. Dude, you got to play this game. No. It's so, it so much fun and so intense. Uh, but yeah, so you hide in lockers uh, when he gets nearby. So you can usually hear him coming or something. So you got you to gotta pay absolute attention when he's to all the audio cues around you. And uh, oh, man, I love getting scared. But uh, okay, so you'll you'll see there's trip sensors too. Speaking of things that are just way too loud, he's got traps all over the place. So like you'll like open a locker or something, and a horn will go off. Uh, you probably saw me look it up in that locker right there. I could actually see the horn, so I knew better than to open it because it'll make a loud noise, and then Nick Knack may come along and uh, and get me. Is it this can, kind of horn? You can run. So like that. Something. It's almost like that, except it's like more like a, like a party horn, and there's like confetti that falls down. Oh. Okay. And if he's if he's close enough, if he's nearby enough and he hears it, he'll come get you. He'll just start stomping. Boom, 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 boom. And you can run from Knickknack a little bit, but you've got a stamina bar like a good survival game. So uh, you only can run for so far. So yeah. if you're too far away from a, a place to hide, you can forget it. And, of course, the physics in this game intentionally are bad. So, like, if you <laughs> run yeah. to go get inside a, a locker, you, of course – you're not just going to smoothly si- slide into the locker. Sure. No, sure. You're going to have to. You're going you're to like. Oh, I'm not gonna, I'm not. you're going to get stuck behind the door, and you know it's just that tension. Do you ever do? Do uh, you ever make a sound like this? <laughs> that ever happen? Uh, no, I'm more of a. I'm more of a subdued kind of. Uh, I'm more like st- can't stop saying shit. I'll just start going shit, 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 shit. <laughs> I do that too. <laughs> That's kind of my bit, right? I cuss so, so bad when I play these damn things. There's uh there's vending machines where you can buy more batteries and you can buy stuff like that because you're searching throughout you search everything you search every locker you search everything because you're trying to get coins and you can use those coins to unlock uh, stuff from the vending machines and then you can unlock secret areas you can actually get a extra life so that if he comes up and he kills you you can redeem that ticket and you can keep on playing uh, I played talk about one more time I played this game. So many times, just one more time. This is the longest I've played a demo 
I think, because I just kept wanting to. Oh, that's right. Get this is a demo, everything. not the full game. You just play. No, the it demo. doesn't come out until later this year. I'm probably guessing around Halloween, uh, but it's supposed to be later this year for the full version. Okay. Um, and I, like I said, I don't. I haven't played a lot of demos lately. I have a lot of game codes I've got to got to take care of. And this was actually sent to me by the developer. Said, "Here's the demo, which you can go ahead and get now." And if you get it and play it, then when uh, the game releases, you'll get the full release. Oh, so, you know what? I may have just gotten a tweet like that today. Yeah, I so just I'm got like, a okay, DM I'll do from, that. Uh, oh. Is this from Blue? Uh, was no. This is uh, was it? This was no. This is Tiny Build. Tiny Build always they have they send some pretty um, good games. The developer is Otherworld oh. Interactive. Publisher is Tiny Build. That's and this hilarious. I got a Puppets. DM today from somebody doing this exact same procedure, right. except for a totally different game. It's a horror game. And be careful with that. Make sure that if it's a demo, it's on some trusted Oh, store yeah. Hell yeah, dude. Steam. I ain't just downloading yeah. no file. If that. You yeah, for, F you guys. Yeah, what, like a moron? Yeah, am I dumb? I've been around this block a few times. Right. Jerks. But uh, with some of the fun interactive things you do are you'll go up to a uh, you'll go up to a, a arcade-type machine and you'll have to uh, spin a dial, which is really you just holding down the mouse button. And you know it'll it'll have like a little progress bar. Very uh, among us, the little progress bar will kind of go, but you can't look away. If you look away from what you're looking at, yeah. then instantly you have to reset. Gotcha. And uh, the primary goal of the demo is called is the mode is called hide and seek. I don't know if that's going to be the only mode in the final game, but it is in this one. And here you'll be going to uh, different areas in finding mask because that's what Nick Nack wants. He wants you to find a particular style of mask and he wants you to get six of them and he wants you to return them. And then he is going to put on a show yeah. in between time. He puts on shows for you. So like, let's say you're, you're on the prowl for one of these masks and, uh, all of a sudden, a little announcement will come on, and Nick Knack will be doing a show in the main area. And if you run to the main area, uh, he'll put on a little show for you, and he may do a little joke or a little dance or something. And then based on that, you'll have to quickly like spam your keyboard space bar or, or a, a letter on the, on the keyboard uh, to try to like clap really fast. And if you clap fast enough, then he, uh, you know, then he, he disappears. And... The good thing about that is it gives you a second where you can finally stop hiding. I'm doing it right here. This is a show performance starting in 25 seconds. Yeah. Uh, it gives you a second to not go stealth. You can actually run really fast because you know he's occupied and you know he won't be able to get you. Uh, during like for 60 seconds, you just get like a free-for-all run. And those are random as well. There's a lot of randomness in here and a lot of uh, puzzle solving, which is like I said, I love puzzle solving in horror games. There you go, clapping it up. Clapping it up. Oh, I'm not going like to make it. Of, uh, I don't like the use of Comic Sans in uh, some of the interface. <laughs> they need to stop that. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm not totally thrilled uh, with with all the all the photography. I guess you would say, but uh, there's there's so many puzzles. There's a lot of puzzles, and uh, there's this game's. It looks simple, and you can you can do a complete run by just running straight through. But if you want to unlock all the little story beats and everything, there's a lot to completest on this game. And I really enjoyed that part of it. And I know it's a demo and I don't like to give uh, scores to demos and stuff, but I am going to give uh, a pending a full release. The demo gets 666 shits out of 999. Oh, shits. <laughs> wow. That's a lot of shits you've given. Yeah, that's a lot. Okay. Well, 
I'm going to not ever play it. So good job, Hello Oh, Puppets. come on. I mean, I might. I don't know, dude. I just finished Resident Evil 8. I need a break. The, just, dude, this is like this is Resident Evil is actually scary. This <laughs> this seems this also not, scary. Everything about the running past the thing and jumping in your face. Right. I can't do that stuff, man. I think it's more intense than scary. <sighs> I mean, and maybe not. Maybe maybe you've got a little different take on it. By the way, did you download the demo for Death Trash by chance? I did download it, but I didn't play it yet. Okay, I played it, and it's great. And I want to. I want to. I definitely want to play that game when it's out. Um, however, I'm not going to review it or anything. I just wanted to say that Death Trash, the demo, needs yeah. to be updated every four minutes. I swear. <laughs> that thing, just check it out in your in your Steam library. If you update it uh, yeah. often like I do for your Steam library, I do it almost every yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. Every time All I get time. in, that thing needs another update. Update, update, That's, update, update. But that could be good, right? That's, it could That's be a good. good thing, not a it bad thing, good. right? It could, be, it could mean they're super into just really responding to bug reports and fan feedback i mean it could be all that and i right. am going to get that game it looks great but man they're on fire with that i don't know what's going yeah. on yeah all right uh well done a demo everybody that's right brian returns a, a demo. To there's this uh, i just really hated to do it i know it's an old joke you know i used to play a lot of demos but yeah uh i just had to give hello puppets midnight show just to try just because i was sure, i was sure. i was kind of jonesing for this type of game anyway and I was like, all right, let's just give it a try. Important to remember, uh, we live in the we're living in a golden age of demos. For whatever reason, demos are back, and they're reason. back in a big way. Yeah. So uh, enjoy. All of a sudden. Uh, all right, our games again were Traveler's Rest for me and Hello Puppets Midnight Show for Brian. Uh, that game's still coming later this year, but the demo is available now on Steam. Okay. Okay. Then. I feel like I've forgotten something. Nope, I don't think I have. So instead of pretending like I've forgotten something. We got to we got to guess my game, right? Yep, that's the sound. That means we got to guess games. All right, I dug all the way back to 2013. Normally we go further oh. than that. This is a kind of a weird little game show me and Brian do together where, you know, we try to find something old and then see if we can guess what the other person's game is and all that, and we do it with sound and it's a lot of fun, but I didn't go that far back. 2013's not that long ago. Um, but it's I did. under 10 years, so that's good. It is. Not much though, which is also weird to think about, but uh, Brian, I'm going to play for you this audio from 2013, and you're going to try to guess what it is. This was a, a highly reviewed, well-reviewed product. I loved it. I played it and beat it. It was on the PlayStation 4, an early oh, title. Oh, wow. Let's early. say that was early on PlayStation 4, right? Yeah, because PS4 came out in 2013, so same year. So yeah. here is the sound, and you see if you can figure it out. At last, now a real story can begin. Aladdin? <laughs> Definitely not. This story needs a heroine. Or a hero. The message must become a messenger. One is called Iota. They've got a message just for you. All right, guess I don't know this game. At, I don't know. I don't know this game at all. I mean, it sounds like you know, like vampires and stuff, but I mean, it's not. It's too cutesy to be any type of Castlevania game. So it's definitely not one of those, no, and no vampires. Uh, the game. Uh, no one in the chat's getting it either. So maybe I picked a too hard of a one. But this is no. I think it's perfect. I but I don't. I don't think I ever <laughs> played this one unless 
Well, here's the game. It's a media molecule made it. Uh, they were famous for the, the Sackboy games, the, uh, the little yeah. big planet games. This was their first real departure from that. Um, although in some ways there's similarities, but it's called Tearaway. 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 Yeah, I never played. Let me look. Let me look. I mean, I don't. I don't remember that at all. It was like a paper craft world where you ran around with a bunch of paper looking shit. With I'm not gonna character. lie. Yeah. I, I'm gonna tell you something. Yeah. I really didn't care for paper craft stuff until about two years ago. I think it started looking good. It started looking decent. Yeah. I just every time I saw paper crafts, I was like, nah. That looks stupid. Yeah, because it just looks like low poly, flat polygons. But I'm telling you, this game looked and still does very cool. It's a oh, cool this looks great. game. Yeah, I would I would highly recommend it. I am recognizing the cover art, but I I never I never even fired this up in any capacity whatsoever. So um, the Good only job. real the only real stinker I thought well, and they had a Vita version or something. I don't remember how that went. Oh, and I think I may have Vita. liked that one more because my only bummer problem with the PS4 version was they bummer really problem. tried to force using the stupid touchpad thing and that annoyed me i don't think you needed yeah that. yeah they um, they they really pushed those for a while they did they? uh yeah they always do whatever your gimmick is for you know six axis for the ps3 and and uh you know squishy triggers for what 360 or no Ooh, uh, squishy triggers. Xbox one or whatever like everybody's got their little gimmick they want to push on you that was that was sony's with that weird touchpad on the PS4 controller. But anyway, it is a very cool game. Tearaway 2013. If you never played it, you really should. It's uh, probably a little hard for this game, but there you go. You know uh, what? This, right. this is going to be, you know, you guessing my game is going to be a lot of fun. All right. And I'm going to tell you why. Okay. Because we made these show notes last week. Yeah. We didn't do a show last week. Oh, yeah. We got we had a schedule and problem. Come I don't remember what I picked, but it was from 1990. <laughs> <laughs> you don't remember the game? <laughs> so... You're going to be just as surprised as I am. Okay. When we figure this Here out. it is. Check it out. I have a remix. I have some remix versions of this song. This is yeah. um, this is Dr. Mario. Nailed it. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah. Hilarious. Yeah, that's a little uh that song is so like iconic in my head, and plus I think there's a What's the other game that uh, maybe I'm thinking of Smash Brothers? There's maybe a theme for that on one of the levels or something, or you kinda use mm. some of that music. But it's all the music, that's all that is. For me, is I remember that from that. I don't even think Dr. Mario's that great. It's okay. It's no right. Tetris is what I'm getting at. Okay. No, it's not. It tries to be, but it didn't quite pull it off. Uh, well done. That was a good one. Good pick. And look at me getting it right. I feel pretty good about myself look at now. You. Yeah. It's not too bad. I'll play this. Oh, yeah. For you? All right. Moving on. <laughs> uh, let's get to an email. Yeah, that's right. You guys send in your correspondence to boopshow at gmail.com, and we read them right here on the show. For example, this one from Jonathan Gilbert. Sounds like a... Gilbert. Like an old video game developer, doesn't it? It does. It's like back in the 80s, Jonathan Gilbert made four games in the arcade. What were they? That kind of thing. <laughs> anyway, it says, Greetings, Scott guess. and Brian. I am a longtime listener and a huge fan. I currently have a 75-minute oh. commute to work, and your podcast is one of the many uh, that I enjoy to avoid mind-numbing boredom. 
Uh, he says, yeah. now to the point. Man, a 75-minute commute. Jeez Louise. That is, that's like all day. Is that one way or both ways combined? You adding them up? Like, woo. God, I hope it's both ways and not all in one. I do too. That sucks. Anyway, he says, um, I have a problem. And it's a problem with a lot a lot of others have. This horrible commute. Just kidding. I have too many games because uh, yes. the likes of Epic constantly giving me freebies with all the game clients and libraries around. I need, and I mean need, some sort of game library aggregator that can pull all my game libraries into one tidy, little, easy-to-sort location. I don't need to be able to launch the games from the aggregator. I just want to be able to look at a single comprehensive list of games and where they're hosted and get it without having to open four or five clients looking for the one game I'm looking for. Does this sort of thing exist? If not, can someone please make it? Jonathan Gilbert. So he's looking for like justwatch.com, except it's your own personal library and it's not streaming services. It's game clients. Um, I looked. I couldn't find shit. Do you know of anything? Really? Oh, absolutely. Good old Galaxy 2 is a very robust at this point. Hold Uh, on. Go Galaxy? Is that what you called it? Yeah. uh, Good old game Galaxy. Oh, so just good good old games. Okay, got it. All right. Yeah, yeah, they have they have they have Galaxy client number two, and I think it's on all platforms. I think it's on the PC, Mac, and Linux, and maybe not on Linux. Uh, but I I use it quite often. It's you can use a launcher with it, but I don't ever do that. Mm-hmm. I never use the launcher, but it it hooks into your Steam library. It hooks into your Game Pass, uh, your Windows games, uh, all the games that for most of the recent bigger places. It hooks into them. PlayStation, all that stuff. And uh, you can keep track of your ratings in there if you want to for a game. It'll track some of the times. It'll track some of your achievements. Uh, but, yeah, I really like good old games Galaxy. Uh, All right. It's pretty good. Now, it is a little frustrating because it is a uh, – you're going to run into this with any of these types of collectors or aggregators. Uh, you're going to often run into where you have to reconnect to a service oh. for whatever reason. APIs have changed. You know, they've made some kind of new agreement. So – you're constantly doing that, but it's still it's it's, it's well by it's constantly still well you mean you might have to do that once a month to one of your services or something. It's not that bad, right? Yeah. Right. Not so, like but day. yeah, it really helps me a lot because I can sort by uh, when I purchased it. I can sort, you know, like when it was released, and so that really helps me go like, oh, I want to play a game from this year uh, for review that I haven't played yet, and I can filter through that really quick and see what's out there that I have access to. Well, our good, our, our good pal J.C. Calhoun in the chat room, always uh, here with some cool suggestions, recommends uh, Play Night. Play Night. Play Night, also a great that's a, that's a indie, that's a developed by one guy. And, yeah, it looks uh, like I've, a I've used this before, too. It's, it looks neat. Yeah. I might yeah, try this. Is, it is really sharp and it's probably, in my opinion, more powerful than Good Old Games Galaxies because uh, Good Old Games Galaxy is you know, you, you, what you got is what you got. I, uh, there's themes and things for this. So Plus if, the, the if concept you like here, a little more, the concept here is more focused on like, like Gog, as much as it can do the things you just said, it's also a store and they've right. also kind of got their own thing going. Yeah. This is like third party outside of all that. Just, Hey, we want to yes. organize all your shit, including good old games. So here it is. Boom. Yeah. I and it have to aggregates from like uh, the internet game database. So you got lots of information in there. You can choose your thumbnails. It is very customizable. If you're really, if you're really, if you're the kind of person who used to sit, you know, go like Friday night, go, you know what? I think I'm going to organize my record collection or my tape collection or CD collection. If you're the type of person who would do that on a Friday night, then you're probably going to like play night. It's, it's really uh, a, a collection uh, organization 
fun yeah. is what it really is. Seems neat. Uh, play night with a N-I-T-E, not night, nighttime. Uh, Playnight.link is where you can find that. So go. That was a great question because I do get that question quite a bit. Yeah, it's a fair. It's also a growing problem for a lot of players. Um, mine's mm-hmm. a complete mess because I have too much Steam stuff. Just so much. I, I can't keep track oh, of it. Oh, yeah. System. I need something to help me aggregate my Steam list alone. That would be I cool. wish. I know. I wish. Uh, how long to beat? I wish I had a better interface with how long to beat because I really like keeping track of, you know, how long I've played a game, you know, what the progression is. I, I like going there, but it is a website. And so I can't really interface it with my information, my other information as well. Oh, this thing. So Play Night's a website, you're saying? No, no. Play Night is a download application. I'm talking about how long to beat. Oh, oh, how long to beat. That was, I wish that was built into this because none of these games, none of these uh, resources are as robust. Oh, that would be cool. Why don't they have, they, maybe they do and just someone has to take advantage of it. But if, if how long to beat had an API that playnight.live could plug into, then it could report a, here's where the game is. And it's just right here. And B, uh, Mm -hmm. this is, you played six of the expected 19 hours or whatever. That'd right. be amazing. I would oh, like gosh. that. Yeah. And it might be already there. Like I said, it's just one developer though. So, you know, he's, I, I worry about stuff like that. The game's, but it's been around for years now. Play night's been around for yeah. years and the guy's still actively developing it. But you always have that fear. It's like, Oh, he's just going to one day go. That's eh. like anything. I, we, we were using these yeah. like blink security cameras and then, they used to offer so many days of just rotating free space to upload your videos yeah. when, you, when there was movement or whatever. And then Amazon bought them. And then suddenly they don't offer the free anymore. I got to buy a freaking $3 a month per camera freaking subscription to make it's, this thing work. Like you I never know, know but it's actually gonna you. everything's going to screw I would, you eventually. I, I was lucky because I don't have that turmoil because I bought late into it. So I always thought I had to pay for it. So I was like, whatever. It's, it's like uh, up to 10 cameras for $10, yeah, I think. It's not bad. Yeah. I like those blank That's cameras. Don't get me wrong. It's why I bought them in the first place. But I don't know. Stuff changes is what I'm saying. So watch out. Yeah, but I, I do worry about like one day the guy who's doing the play like night goes, oh, we, we had a kid. Yeah. See ya. Yeah. I'm busy now. Fatherhood has changed my whole life. I'm never doing this again. Right. And then it's yeah. not open source and he can't give it to anyone else. And yeah. Yeah, it's a fair it's a fair point. Uh thank you very much. Jonathan Gilbert. Thank you for the email. If you want to send us more emails, everybody out there, including Jonathan, you can do that. Boopshow at gmail.com. Super simple. Keep them coming. It's gonna do it for us. A reminder that we're at frogpants.com slash B O O P. Boop. Oh, hi. Uh, follow us on our Twitch channels. Brian's at Brian Dunaway. I'm at Frog Pants. You can find uh, the show, or excuse me, the our Twitter account at Boop Show. So make sure you do that as well. And uh, we've got a really hopping Reddit page over at boopshow.reddit.com. So if you're not hanging out over there, what are you even doing with your life? Get over there. Get and if you, if you submit a really interesting uh, indie gaming news bit, we'll uh, we'll credit you on the show. We'll say, here's the news bit from so-and-so. Yeah, oh, yeah. Totally boop, credit. Boop, you'll, boop, you'll get your name. You'll have our praise and our unending love right. and devotion. Our, uh, yeah. All that oh, stuff. Dude. So keep it coming. Uh, that's uh, all can be found on the website, frogpants.com slash boop. Also, if you're trying to watch us live, we're at frogpants.tv every Monday at 3.30 Mountain Time. It was Tuesdays. We've switched it again for scheduling reasons. Uh, but we're back to Mondays. So Monday, 3.30 Mountain Time, right here at frogpants.tv or twitch.tv slash frogpants. Either one gets you there. 
Uh, Brian, anything else you want to say before we... Uh, yeah, tune in. Uh, I do the Boob Show homework every week, so do follow my uh, channel on Twitch so that you can see me play the stupid crap and yell bad words yes. during that game. Like, shit. Shit, and, and damn it. Shit. Occasional, occasional F-bombs. All could be yours. Just hang out over there and find out. All right, that's going to do it for us. Thank you all for listening and being here. We'll see you next time. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. I don't like steam. I love steam. Destroy them with lasers.